All right, today we are back with our awesome, awesome special guest, Ashton. Welcome back. We just did an episode last week about environmental triggers. And so if you haven't listened to that one, we highly recommend it because we're going to continue on with kind of the same mindset and topic. This, like for today, we're going to dive in even deeper. And I'm so excited because here's the thing. If you feel like you're in a rut or ugh, life's just not that exciting or you're, you know, your health's not where it needs to be, like you have a vision of like where your health should be, but it's not where it is right now. And you just want to be happier and healthier, but you don't know how to like manage that or how to get there, how to make that change. And you're like, oh, where do I go from here? I'm going to tell you what, this episode is for you. If you're struggling with losing the same weight, losing and gaining and losing and gaining, you have got to understand this episode. If you understand this episode, if you take some notes, if you reflect back and you do the questions, if you journal the questions, or even just think about them this week, I'm telling you, it is life changing. In this episode, I'm going to share I'm going to share how I went from losing and gaining the same 20, 30 pounds to permanently losing 50 pounds. And it's because I did these exercises that we're going to share later on. But before we get started, um, I want to talk about Ashton for just a second. Um, she's an awesome, awesome mindset motivational coach. And for some people who don't really know her or what she does, I just want to give you uh, just share with everyone to give them a glimpse of like, what is a mindset motivational coach? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, thank you, Tanya. So a mindset and motivational coach, I'm basically a forward thinking and accountability partner. And in my business, um, Onward Progression with Ashton, uh, my mission is to help create more power for my clients and meaningful change in their lives through developing more self-love and acceptance and drive to conquer those goals for each person because, um, you know, obviously goals are different for everybody. Uh, for example, in your weight loss journey, there are so many factors that play a part in that journey. You know, just like you always say, Tanya, tracking, moving on purpose, and drinking your water. Three goals, and it, go back to the basics. Those are so important. I cannot stress that enough, but there's another part that is also very, very important. And that for me is connecting your mind with your body. So that's basically where I come in. My job is to hear what's going on within you that sometimes is harder to admit or hard to say, or even hard to even realize as to what's going on around you. Um, so it's really about addressing those hurdles that are in your way and creating goals to move past them to become even more successful. And that's what I do. I love it. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you. So everyone gets a little bit of more of a glimpse of what you do and why you're so passionate about it. Um, mm -hmm. Cause we're all about creating our future selves and not living in the past. So mm -hmm. today that's something that we're really talk about um, to be more specific. We're not going to just talk about managing change, but ultimately, goes on a deeper level of transformational change. And that's more of like a techie word, but can you explain what that is? Sure. Yeah. Transformational change is, is really alterations in certain areas of your life that are caused due to interactions with environmental factors or triggers. Hence go back to our last podcast yes. and, and creating new behaviors or changes within those 
behaviors um, within those things that are triggers or factors in your life. I love it. So we're going to go on a deeper level and it's more internal. Yay. Everyone always likes to talk about it. <laughs> it is really a game changer. So take it away, Ashton. Yes. So I have the five key factors in managing your change and I'll get to those here momentarily. But first of all, I really want to make the statement for everybody that change, no matter what pretty definition is put on it, change is a choice. Okay, you are the owner of your mind. You are the person that chooses to accept change. And really, in order for managing change at all, you have to accept that there might need to be a change in whatever area of your life. Um, you know, whenever you're on a program, whenever you're on Tanya's program, and you're thinking about things that you need to do and, and changes that you need to make, maybe it's not only tracking and and moving on purpose and drinking your water, but also making a change um, in your lifestyle and your habits within your family to help motivate you. You know, things um, sometimes don't always go as planned and you can go into that judger mode of, oh, this isn't working for me, I'm failing, or you can go into that learning mode of what can I take away from this situation to help me advance and achieve. So change, is a choice mm -hmm. and I would, yeah I would encourage everybody listening um, to of course choose for change choose change make that change in, in your life um, evaluate what's going on so my first key factor for managing change is self-awareness so those of you taking notes self-awareness being able to see yourself where you want to be see yourself where it is that you're going what does the journey look like for you what is the final point you know i had a conversation with somebody the other day that was really impactful for me it's really easy to see the bigger picture like to see where you want to go oh i want to lose 50 pounds that's where i want to be it's easy to say that but in between that track of getting to that 50 pounds you have all these little hurdles these little stopping points that you have to jump over. And each time you're working harder and harder to get over that next hurdle. So being self-aware of what it is that you want, but also being self-aware that sometimes there's bumps in the road and choosing that learner mode instead of that judger mode. So I'm curious on your journey of losing 50 pounds, um, what are some things that you noticed on that journey with self-awareness? Um, this was huge. So if there's anything you get out of this whole podcast, please take note of this. Or if you're watching on my YouTube channel, I wanted to be a certain way. I wanted to be around 1:30 for as long as I can remember. I'm like, I just remember feeling good and strong and feeling like I loved all the clothes I was in. And I just enjoy that. So that number always stuck in my head. And that's all I thought about. I was like, Oh, I just want to be 130 and every day I would step on the scale. I'm like, I just want to be there. I just want to be there. Guess what? I was never there because that's where my vision ended. It started at 130 in my head and it ended at 130 and that was it. And so I really, I really didn't change until I went beyond a number on a piece of metal on the ground. I went way beyond that. I, I actually started being aware of how do I actually want to feel the rest of my life? So some people are like, I want to weigh this and I want to be toned. And I'm like, that's great. How do you want to feel? And they're like, uh, uh, and I'm like, exactly. 
if you don't have actual answers, your brain doesn't know where to take you and how to get there. So what helps me the most is putting the weight, like you need a number and we're going to get to that in a second. You need a number on the scale, but you also need, how do I actually want to feel every single day of my life? We get so used to feeling groggy and tired and depressed and anxiety and, and all these negative emotions that becomes a, a, a norm. And I'm like, ugh, like I used to live that way. And I'm like, I don't want to continue living my life that way. Like we have one life, we've got one shot. I refuse to think about myself on my deathbed, regretting, hating my life, being depressed, lethargic, tired. Like, I don't want to feel that way. Like, I don't want to remember my life that way. Like, that was so painful for me. That was the grace of God that gave me that thought. But like, I was like, I don't want to continue living that way. Even though all the t-shirts say TGI Friday, I'm like, no, I want to be happy every single day. (laughs) What I did, I can't stand those t-shirts. That is a pet peeve of mine. I'm like, no, you should be thankful and happy every day. But most people don't know that or I think that's possible, but I thought, you know what, what do I want my future self to actually feel? And I'm like, you know, I would love to wake up with energy. I would love to wake up with no pain. I've had a lot of back pain, I plantar fasciitis, headaches. And I'm like, I would love to just pop out of bed and not have an alarm and just just get my day going. I would love to just put on any clothes and not hate myself in the mirror. I'd love to like run upstairs and, and do all this like chores and exercises and not die from it. Or actually, I actually want to be motivated to do it. Like I want to be a productive person. Um, I, I, I want to just feel confident in my own skin and I want to not care about what other people think. I'm tired of wasting energy on that. Like I want to live my best life and I want to thrive every day. I want to be happy every single day. Okay, you have to understand this. I never felt this way before. I never felt happy, joy, energetic. So this was like me being depressed and miserable thinking of how do I want my future self to be? So I started thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, I want to be happy and confident, energetic and joyful. And um, all of a sudden, my journey became so much more enjoyable because of that. So I challenge those listening right now, go beyond the number on the scale and just know that be aware of how you feel now And how do you want to feel? And this is the coolest part. So I know this is a long answer, but I hope you're enjoying it. Um, (laughs) So, because it's so huge to think about how I actually want to feel moving forward in my, in the, every single day of my life, like the number on the scale, that's great. But how do I actually want to live my life? And, um, so, um, oh no, I lost my Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. I got it. I got it now. Okay. So I made this list. Like, I want to be energetic. I want to be happy. I want to be funny. I just want to be an awesome person. Like, I just, I don't want to be depressed or have anxiety anymore. And I want to be energetic and and confident. I want it beaming out of me. Like, I want people to notice. And a couple of months ago, before obviously all this COVID stuff, uh, I was talking in front of a, a large group. And one of the ladies there were looking, she was looking at me and she goes, Tanya, I just want your energy and I just want your confidence. She goes, you're so happy and energetic. And it was mind blowing. that she, I'm like, oh, she described my future self that I set out for me five years ago. She yeah. literally described who I wanted to become. And when I set that standard, it might've taken a couple of years, but I actually became that person that I really wanted to become in that moment. 
So mm -hmm. I just encourage that. Go beyond, describe yourself of how you actually want to feel in the future and be aware of that, like how you're feeling right now about yourself and how you want to feel moving forward. You'll be amazed at how fast you get there. And then you'll be like, oh my gosh, I love my life. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and acknowledging that confidence that you want for yourself, like to see the initial goal, but what confidence, uh, what do you want to feel? Um, do you want to, do you want to walk into a room like you did and bring joy to everybody? Do you want to, do you want to feel confident in your body and confident in your mind and feel like you're really proud of your progress, no matter what, um, external triggers, environmental triggers yeah. might be going on around you. Um, do you want to feel confident and overpower fear whenever you go shopping? I know that that sometimes is scary for people um, who are on their journey. The idea of going uh, to a store is overwhelming. Yeah. Is that something that you're self-aware of for yourself that you want to get to? Is that at your finish line? And, and confidence in going to parties with your family and friends and knowing that there's a table of food that's going to be there. Are you confident and self-aware of yourself that it doesn't have to dictate you? It doesn't have to rule your life. So, you know, self-awareness, being able to see where you are and where you want to go is so important. Yeah. And I love that you broke that down. It doesn't just have to be emotional. Like I said, where mm -hmm. I want to feel confident and strong, but also putting it in those locations of, I want to feel confident in the fitting room. Mm -hmm. I feel confident in the restaurant, navigating through holidays, going on vacation, maybe it's the beach like being aware of how do I actually want this to look like? Like, how can I make this experience like a level 10? Cause right now it's like a negative seven. So how, what do I got to do to, to raise my standard and how I actually want to experience, experience life? Yes. Yes. 100% agree. And you know, it kind of leads into the second key, which is personal beliefs. Ooh. Um, yeah. Paying attention to what you tell yourself, you know, have you ever heard that term? We, you are your worst critic. Yeah. Really hard on yourself. Um, you know, pay attention to the stories or the sayings or the things that you tell yourself. Are you constantly saying, I can't do it. I'm not worthy. I'm not capable. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I mean, the list goes on and on and on for everybody. Pay attention to those things that you say. Um, but what do you really want to tell yourself? Allowing yourself to grow and let go of all these things that are negative and holding you back and, and choosing to lift yourself up. You know, can you think of some things that you would tell yourself on your journey before everything shifted and changed? I see if nobody's uh, watching the podcast, you can see <laughs> her face because she's smiling really big right now. Oh, man. Are you asking how, what I would say, what was my story before or how would I cheer myself back up? Well, do you remember um, the feelings and the things that you would tell yourself uh, that would stop you from trying to work harder? That story that you would tell yourself and then that moment that it kind of switched for oh, you to, to be more positive? Yeah, that was like, I can give you a novel of everything mm. I was saying. I mean, it was, it was everything that we hear. I mean, it was... I can't, I failed before, it's too expensive, I can't hire a coach, I can't join the gym, I don't have time. Mm. Y'all, I was a single person living in a studio apartment. It's not like I had 10 kids and was married and someone else to take care of. Like, it was right. just, it was borderline just sad of the excuses that I was making myself. Um, 
you know, uh, yeah, I made every excuse, like, I don't have time, I don't have the money, all the generic stuff. Um, the worst one was, I would tell myself that, Tanya, it's in your genetics. Mm. Your whole family is overweight, especially like my dad's side of the family. It's in your genetics. Your body likes to be fat. My body wants to be fat. And that's how you're always going to be. And just deep down, I knew that ain't right. I knew deep down that mm, it just didn't, even though I said it, it was because I was scared of change because that actually forced me to get off the couch. Um, you said something really important just then. You said that you knew what it really was, but kind of putting these layers of no, no, I can't, um, helped you with that scared feeling. Oh yeah. It was, it was, oh, it it was so defeating just, and here's the thing about thoughts. You have about 80,000 thoughts in your head a day and they're just on autopilot. And so I would tell myself this all day, every day. And that's why change never happens. You going back to number one, you have to be self-aware of what, what's going on. And two, you have to pay attention to the beliefs that you're telling yourself. Um, a lot of times it's even from childhood of somebody saying, you can't lose weight. You're always going to look that way. You know, something maybe our aunt said or our grandma said, and we just hold on to that story. Even though it was like 20 or 30 years ago, we need to let go of those stories um, or even in our family, like a lot of us were overweight and we're like, well, this is just our bodies. And so I just accepted that as my story as well. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't want this to be my story. Yeah. And I think what the, the shift for me was, uh, I kept seeing people losing weight, like whether it was like a Weight Watchers commercial or something like that. And I'm like, this is stupid. You see all these people losing weight. You can do it. You can do it. And I think that's the thing is you have to pay attention to your story and you have to switch it to be encouraging and you have to be your own cheerleader. Mm. You are, you should be your own cheerleader. That's the only way you're going to survive. A lot of people want like compliments from other people. That's great. But you talk to yourself more. You have 80,000 thoughts a day. It's time for you to cheer yourself up and boost your ego about yourself. Like you got this. You're awesome. You can do this. And I always say, I should get a shirt of this, but I should, I always say this, if a negative thought comes through my head, I'm like, oh no, not today, Satan. Like, no, I ain't got time for that. Let's keep going forward uh, because you ain't about to steal my joy or, you know, take me back on my progress. I, I got to move forward. Just got to go on, keep going on. It's going to be okay. I've learned to like recover from that faster but it's so important. If there's any beliefs that you have right now, that are holding you back, call them out. I did an exercise with one of my clients and I asked her cause she was, she was really struggling. And I'm like, let's write down your story. Can you just like write down on a list? Like, what do you believe about yourself? And she was like, I'm garbage. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I'm poor. Meaning, you know, she can't afford, you know, like the gym and I'm lazy and, and she just started bawling and she's just crying. And I'm like, what, like, what's going on right now? Like, I just, just talk about it with me. And she goes, I can't believe I talked to myself this way. And I'm like, I know. And I go, the reason why I had her do this exercise is because when I did it, I quickly realized, whoa, my story is terrible. No wonder I feel terrible because I keep saying all these horrible things about myself. 
And so we started to change her story. And I'm like, what would you like it to say? And she goes, well, I'm a now person. I'm an action taker. I'm energetic. I'm happy. I'm confident. I do have self-control. I do have discipline. I do have the time. And you could just tell, like, she was like, like her shoulders are back. Like she just felt more confident in herself. And I'm like, that's what we got to do. We just got to rewrite your story of what you actually want to look like and feel like moving forward and slowly start phasing out this negative personal belief that we have about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's taking me back to the statement at the beginning that change is a choice and you're the owner of your mind. And, you know, going back and saying you are the writer of your story um, and reflecting that on past things that might have happened or people might have said, don't give those triggers around you, those environmental, external, all of the above. Don't give them the pen to write your story. Yeah. You are in control of writing that story, which goes, again, it's all leading together into number three, which is accepting that change, accepting that they no longer have the pen to your story. You have the pen. You are writing the story. You are creating your life, which um, leads me to the term of law of attraction. For those of you that don't know what law of attraction is, in short, it's basically how our thoughts create our life. You attract what you think. So if you're constantly thinking, I'm not good enough, or this person said terrible things about me, so that's what I am. It's in my genetics. I can't achieve anything. And you totally degrade yourself. That's what you're going to bring into your life. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you flip it and you accept that change that you need to progress and you say, I am worthy, I am good enough, and they don't have the pen to my story in it anymore, that's what you're going to attract for yourself. So connecting your mind with your body and accomplishing the goals that you want for yourself, you know, law of attraction, our thoughts create our life. Would you agree with that? hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, that, that factor there, I feel like the term law of attraction in our thoughts creator life is, is very straight to the point, you know, accepting that change and then going into key number four, which is your mindset, mm -hmm. which is all that I myself as a mindset motivational coach really focus on. So right. it's, it's a fun subject for me, but I won't take up the next two hours of everyone's lives. So <laughs> my first thing with a mindset is to learn to trust your, your, Trust your intuition. Trust that you know yourself. And I know that's really scary for people sometimes because um, of all the negative things that we continue, that you might continue to tell yourself. So it's hard to trust. And whenever I say trust your intuition, have you ever heard that phrase, trust your gut? If something just doesn't feel right to you, don't move forward with it. Or if something feels like it's right, even though it's scary, move forward with it. That's what I mean by that. Trust that you know who you are. You know your body. What, what is going to make you thrive? What makes you feel successful? What makes you feel good? What makes you feel the best that you can possibly be? Um, whenever it comes to nutrition and, and, and weight loss and everything, I know the, the three things that make me feel successful are um, first thing in the morning, I, I love to drink. 16 to 20 ounces of water instantly. Yeah. Um, she's over there smiling really big right now, drinking her water. Uh, you know, and, and the way that I think about it, at first it was more like, oh, this is a chore. I have to, I don't want to. But now it's choosing that mindset shift of, 
I'm giving my body something that is natural and it needs to survive. Yeah. And it makes me feel powerful and good. Like I, you only get one body. You only get one chance at life. Let's make it the most successful that we can. I also like to focus on, um, intermittent fasting actually at first for, you know, it's, it's kind of odd because you think they, we're, it's almost like we're on a time schedule of we're told we need to eat breakfast at this time. We need to eat lunch at noon. We have to have dinner at five or at seven or whatever it is for you. But choosing um, to pay attention to your body, uh, I think is super important in there. And then also getting up and moving. Uh, trust it. And, and I'm saying all this to go with your mindset because, you know, if you know, if you're trusting your gut and you know that drinking the water, fasting and getting up and moving is important for you. Why would you not do it? Yes. Yes. No. Take care of you. Yeah. Self-care. Give yourself grace. Allow yourself to grow and learn and stretch your knowledge. Um, are there some on your journey and even now, and I'm sure with many of your clients, what are, what are some mindset things that always stood out to use? Things that were kind of like trust your gut and move forward and don't be scared. Yeah, I think what's uh, what pains me the most, and not only have I had fitness coaches like this, but I hear a lot of like new clients coming in and, you know, I'll ask them about, you know, what have they done before? And gosh, the, the experiences have been so miserable. And I'm like, how did you do that for like a year? And, you know, that, that program is supposed to help you lose weight and you're up 25 pounds. Like what? And they're like, well, I, I had to drink a shake in the morning and I had to take greens and, and I had to eat this before I worked out and I had to do this after. And then I had to eat a sweet potato cause that was on the meal plan. And I plugged my nose and I just scarfed it down. And I'm like, mm. or like I had to eat egg whites or chicken and broccoli. And I'm thinking, did you enjoy any of that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you, like you said, trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, if a meal doesn't taste good, if you're dreading it, if you hate the workout, if you hate the energy from the instructor or energy from the people around you, hello, you've got to wake up and raise your standard and be mm. like, no, not today, Satan. I'm going to find a group of people that I love to be around that encourage me. I love, I want to have the meals that I want to eat when I want to eat them. And I want to drink the amount of water that feels good for me and not shove a gallon of water down my throat every day. You know, like we got to stop with these rules. And I think the more rules most programs have, the more defeated you're going to feel because you're going to mess up on those rules and it's going to take you down emotionally. And so that's what pains me the most is when people think diet equals pain equals results or diet plus pain equals results. No, you don't have to suffer. I literally got off a call with a client. She's been doing this for three months. And she goes, Tanya, I'm just blown away by this program. I'm blown away of all these myths that I broke. And I'm like, oh, sister, you got to tell me what are some of them. And she goes, that I had to suffer to lose weight, that I had to spend all this money on supplements, that I had to spend all this money on, on greens and the meal plans. And I had to like eat, you know, all this certain stuff. And I had to do this workout. I had to train six days a week. And, and I'm like, so what's the truth? She goes, uh, that walking is my favorite exercise. I can care less about weight training. She goes, I love the amount of water that I drink. That's good for my body based on my height and weight. And I love all my meals. I love that I got to celebrate my birthday and the holidays. And she's down 15 pounds in three months and she is like thriving. And I go, 
that's what happens when you trust your intuition and you do what's right for you because she goes, this is literally a lifestyle change. I can yeah. literally do this forever. There's no more a timeline. There's no more impressing people with how much did I lose in three months or six months. It's I'm just being healthier and I enjoy life with my husband. And I'm like, I love that. And I get it. Cause I've been there. I've been through those coaches that they, all they care about is that before and after picture instead yeah. of what's going on internally. Yeah. And, I, and I, we're all about internal change. Cause if you change internally, if you grow stronger with your confidence, your self-esteem, it's going to shine out and you're actually going to make better and healthier decisions. Like you said, you raise your standard for your health and you're like, no, I want to drink water now in the morning. It's no longer a chore. I want to because my body needs it. I'm going to feel better when I do. It's not I have to because I need to make my coach proud. It's no, I want to because it's yeah. going to make me feel good. And the more selfish you are about your health, woo, the better your results are going to be. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I was going to tell you, as, as I was listening to you talk about your clients, the two different ones, and then how it ended, it's like this picture came in my mind. And what I was hearing was, I had to do this. I had to do that. I had blah, blah, blah. And then it was like the conversation switched. I want to drink my water. I want to go on my walk. So change that language that you tell yourself, I had to do this. I had, you know, that's giving them that pen to your story. No, what do you want for yourself? What do you want for your body? What do you want to thrive? Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, we give people our power of, mm -hmm. I want to lose weight. So here, just tell me what to do. And it's like, no, like, I'm not helping you by telling you what to do. Mm. I'm helping you by educating you. I'm helping by supporting you. I'm helping you by keeping you accountable and helping you raise your standards for your health. Cause if you raise them, they gonna stay high. But if you just hope and just give it to somebody else and hope that they force you to do the right things, listen, like we're grown adults. We need to, you know, hold ourselves accountable, like yeah. really high up. And I think that's something that we miss because we have that as kids. Our parents hold us accountable. They raise our standards. Hey, you need to get some A's. You need to do better in, in school or in certain like programs. But when we graduate, ain't nobody care about us and nobody's raising our standard on anything. Mm -hmm. We need to remember that we got to keep our standards high in every area of our life. And sometimes yeah. we feel short, short of that. But um, I really, I, I challenge everybody to think about your intuition and whatever doesn't feel right, help wake up like your your brain is trying to tell you something. And if you're not happy, it's gonna be miserable to continue seeing results. It's okay to shift gears and do something else. Like for instance, I'm gonna add in one more. People, I can't tell you how many people hate meal prepping on Sundays. And I can't tell you how many people meal prep on Sundays thinking that's gonna help them lose weight. I'm like, do you enjoy doing that? And they're like, no, I hate it. Why are we doing that? Well, it's because I need to lose weight. Okay, how can we make it enjoyable? I don't know, I just, this has worked for me. If you keep losing and gaining the same 20 pounds, that's not, it's not working for you. Does that make sense? Like we think it's working for us, but it's not working for us because the result is you keep gaining and losing the same weight. You know, that's a really, really big point to step on is are you gaining and losing the exact same weight? And the reason why for there, everyone listening is because there is no mindset shift. Yeah. You're not doing what brings you joy and what brings yeah. you happiness. You're just doing what you're told to do. Yeah. You're doing what you think is going to provide change. And it might, yeah. 
you know, you might lose weight, you might um, be down to the number that you want. But then whenever you put on more weight, why did you put on more weight? Because you didn't allow yourself to grow and connect your, your mind to your body. Yep. You, you let your body change, but you didn't let your mind change. You didn't accept that change. So mindset, like I said, I could be here all day talking about your mindset. <laughs> and I could be here to motivate you and to help you along with that. But, but really accepting that change is overall, all key factors, accepting that you want more for yourself is so unbelievably important. Yeah. And then number five is it's okay to ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. You know, sometimes people might have the mindset of if I ask for help, that means that I'm weak. That means I don't know what I'm doing and I can't thrive and I'm not good enough. That's going back to your personal beliefs and what you're telling yourself. See how they all kind of tie together here? Asking for help doesn't make you weak. It means you're eager to learn, you're willing to learn, and you're choosing to learn and to better your life. Hundred per cent. I wouldn't be the coach I am today if I didn't have any other coaches. Yeah. Like we can't, we keep asking our friends and family for nutrition advice. And I'm like, why did I ever think that was a good idea? They're all overweight. They obviously don't know the answers because they don't know how to get there and how to stay there. Or that their answers are quick fixes. And it's like, no, I just, I want to be healthy forever. Like, I just, I always want to be healthy. Nobody knew those answers. So it doesn't make sense to ask for help for people who don't actually know the answers. So it's okay to ask for help and make sure to ask help in the, in the areas that you really need help on and being okay with it. Like it's like, I had to humble myself. Cause I'm like, okay, Tanya, you need professional help. Like you need <laughs> Woo! You need professional help because your habits and grazing and inhaling all the food and binge eating every day, you need somebody to check in on you and, and help you build better habits and, and help you change along the way and guide you through that and letting you know, hey, that's actually good what you did because so many times we, we think we're doing good and we're not. When you ask for help and you have a coach and they're saying, hey, that was a great breakthrough that was awesome what you did. That's awesome what you just said. They're like, hey, I'm actually doing good. And you need that momentum and that motivation to keep going. So I agree 100% ask for help. Nobody is self-made. Nobody is self-made. We all have mentors. It's up to you to decide who's going to be your mentor. Yeah. And, and I'll say in every podcast I'm ever on with you, having that support system is crucial. And unfortunately, some people don't have that at home and they do need to look out and hire a coach yeah. or maybe they have the support at home, but they also need to go out and hire a coach. Uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to say, well, I have my husband or my family members, they're my support. And that is awesome if they are your cheerleaders, but it's also awesome to have somebody from a different perspective and somebody that's going to notice things that um, others might not notice or you know, maybe sometimes a spouse or family member doesn't want to hurt your feelings and they might say, eh, it's okay. You know, don't worry about it. Have the extra five cookies. Don't worry, <laughs> you know, um, but, but it's good to have that support system um, at home, but also within a coach. I mean, I'll, I'll shout that from the rooftops. For as long yeah, as I, can. I always tell people your family will love you, whether you gain yeah. 10 pounds or lose 20 pounds. Yes, that's it. My goal as a coach is free to love yourself. Yes. 
That's yeah. different. And because when you start loving yourself, oh my gosh, like you just start feeling so much better and your life is a complete ripple effect. Mm -hmm. So we encourage that um, as, as much as possible is, is to reach out and know that it's okay. It's okay to reach out for one session. It's okay to reach out for an email, a text. It's okay. You're not bothering anybody. It's what we do. We love to help. Like it is my passion. I did a, I did a little, uh, if people follow me on Snapchat about entrepreneurs and an entrepreneur would rather work 80 hours than to work 40 hours for somebody else. And I'm like, yes. Oh, that is so true. I probably work like a hundred hours a week. Yes. I could care less. Like I love it from the moment like, I wake up to when I go to bed. Like I probably put in anywhere from like 12 to 13 hours a day. It doesn't phase me. It doesn't, I love what I do. I love helping. I love guiding. I love motivating. I love energizing people. It's what I do. Use yeah. it. Reach out to us. I, I'm a coach that cares. We are coaches that truly care because mm -hmm. we've seen the impact of coaching and we want, we just want to pass it along. We're like, oh my gosh, I will answer that for you. I'm going to make your week so much better. Just, just, just yes. reach out. And please, for people to know that I second everything Tanya says, I relate 100%, but please know we do this because we love you. We may not yeah. even know you yet, but we already <laughs> love you. Yeah. You're a beautiful soul for stepping out of your comfort zone and putting yourself first, for accepting the change to come, for accepting the change that you want in your life. Let's just go back over them. Self-awareness, being able to see yourself and where you want to go personal beliefs by paying attention to that story that you're telling yourself, accepting change, allowing law of attraction, your thoughts create your life, speak more positively to yourself, your mindset and trusting your intuition. And then number five, ask for help. It's okay. It does not make you weak. Yep. I love that. So we want to finish off by giving you some questions to journal and Think about questions are powerful. The better questions you ask yourself, the better your results will be. Nowadays, nobody asks any questions. It's mainly just, what do you want to eat? That doesn't help us in our future self. So we're going to challenge you because we're coaches. We're here to help you and shift your mindset based off of what's going on in your life. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong answer at all. They're your answers. So it's just important for you to jot these down, think about them. I'm telling you what, it's a game changer. Maybe re-listen to this episode um, or share it with a friend and do this exercise together. It's so awesome to think about. So top three questions people should, should jot down. What are they, Ashton? Number one is what amount of confidence do you want to feel in your life? Yeah, what Write does that, that look like? Yeah, what does that confidence look like for you? What's the what's the end game? Not really the end game because we're always learning and we're always thriving, but what amount of confidence do you want to feel? You know, earlier in the podcast, I had said, um, do you want to feel proud whenever you walk into a room and proud of your progress? Is that your confidence? Is it um, getting past the fear of shopping? Is it going to parties with friends and family? What? And like Tony said, there is no wrong answer because everyone's story is different. You are that author of your story. What do you want your confidence to look like? And question number two, what story have you been telling yourself that's holding you back? Mm -hmm. That is a powerful one. Mm -hmm. What stories have you been telling yourself that is holding you back? 
and to add what story do you want to tell yourself yeah whether yeah. it's true or not i would tell myself time you are so confident you are strong listen y'all i was 50 pounds overweight and can barely hold a plank for more than 10 seconds but i'm like nope you're getting stronger every time you go to the gym every workout every freaking macro you eat you are getting stronger and leaner and i just kept telling myself until my body's like okay we get in there we're getting there it's so, law of attraction your thoughts create your life what are you telling yourself 100 mm -hmm. i will tell you what pen to paper this is an amazing exercise to do i'm telling you what you do this you write out 10 things what stories have i been telling myself and 10 things i want to actually believe about myself and i want to experience moving forward you're going to want to do this with your kids with your class like it is such an awesome exercise to do yeah yeah and then question number three out of all five of the key factors today what are three things that you can start right now to manage your change what are three things that you can commit to even this week to challenge and push yourself is it number one self-awareness number two personal beliefs three accepting change Four, mindset or five ask for help what are three things that you can commit to yeah you don't have to do all five maybe it's just starting off with one yeah it's really just start somewhere take action be an action taker be a now person the sooner you get started when somebody signs up for a 21 day program i'm like let's get like let's start now like tomorrow and they're like really i'm like yeah, the sooner we get started the sooner you're gonna feel better i need you to feel better so Same. if you are like oh i need a coach in my life listen we're here for you reach out if you need a mindset motivational coach, you hear Ashton, she's awesome and brilliant. If you need that support, reach out to info at core1031fitness.com, core1031fit.com, and ask for information. Or if you want to start off on our 21-day program for just a dollar, and that's all about nutrition and fitness, reach out and we will get started. So we want to say thank you for joining. Thanks for being here. Um, if you enjoy this episode, re-listen to it, share it with a friend, write a review. We'd love to hear about it. And we will talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for joining. And thank you, Ashton, for being part of our podcast today. Absolutely. We love you all for listening. And thank you so much. And I hope that you create new change for yourselves. Yes, me too. I love it. All right. Take care, everyone.